listening to 66.6 Fright FM. Good evening, everyone. You're listening to Fright, Fright FM. FM. The most terrifying podcast you will ever experience. Oh, 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 wow. This one, that if you've seen the poster, I guess you get it. Uh, yeah, if you've seen the, that one poster. But other than that, no one else got that. Welcome back, everyone. We're here. We're here in the timeless void of the Sweetums Factory in Pawnee, Indiana. But we think when this episode releases, it'll be... Uh, December 10th something like that around there you know yeah. you know I don't know We're, we months. there's like a lot of complicated time stream stuff we have to do yeah it's annoying as shit everything gets routed through like 1978 so then we, yeah we have to like pay the no like the rotary service mm-hmm. and yeah. they like they hold on to it and they don't even have mp we had to send them like mp3 technology yeah. first yeah um, um, which by the way man pain in the ass they were so confused yeah yeah truly um Um, but then like then we send them like a usb drive right right right. and we have to get a new usb drive every time yeah that's so annoying it's so annoying but enough about our problems and and all that uh producing fred fm um daniel have you consumed any horror media before we get to our titular topic of evil dead 2013 um have i have you so speaking of we talked about something last time and i've now seen ghostbusters Ghostbusters afterlife um and i think i have to agree with that uh first half is a little little long (laughs) uh but i would like to say i really liked uh, i don't think major spoilers for the film because if you've watched the trailers you know gozer's back essentially I, I would just like to point out uh, Gozer's physicality in this one. I think Olivia Wilde did a really great job um, moving otherworldly around the screen. Mm-hmm. I really, like, I think, like, one of her first things is, like, she's, like, crawling out of the big thing. And um, and how she crawls across the floor is just like, oh, that's, that's, that's creepy looking. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I was a huge fan of, um, you know, obviously some effects were CG you know, with the ghosts and stuff, but, you know, some were practical and I'm a huge fan of practical effects. Like I like that the only times the demon dogs were a CG model is when they were like running and stuff. Yeah. Um, when it's necessary, I mean, uh, much better looking than the claymation models they have in the first original yeah. one. That are superimposed in and easily, and even the the like puppets, I think were better. Yeah, um, but uh, a really great film. I didn't cry, um, but it's very emotional, and it'll again, if you're a Ghostbusters fan, you'll uh, you'll enjoy it, like mm-hmm. we've said. Um, but have have you? Did you look on your letterbox? I, and- I did. I don't. I've been a very busy. Um, busy man right so so probably no horror for you um yeah i've been i've been going i've been stealing from all the taffy machines lately so right. I, I haven't really had time that's understandable um <laughs> uh i guess i rewatched um 
we have a, a person that we know that is uh, watching Hill House for the first time. So I, I yeah, I I was rewatching some of Hill yeah, House. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mike Flanagan. Yeah, it's still I, pretty I, good. I I just I can't believe he's made so many good things, and there's just one thing I don't like. And again, it's only because I think he's so good that he could have done better with it. But it's. <laughs> I'm hoping he doesn't get on a high horse at any point, though, and is like, I'm doing the best thing, because I don't want that, because I feel like, you know, that happens to some good people who make great stuff. Uh, uh, George Romero, for example, mm-hmm. I think is a big case of, like, finally, like, he got, like, oh, my zombie movies are saying something, and then he figured that out, and yeah. then after that, all the zombie movies he made, no offense, I, in my opinion suck and i think most people generally agree they suck um i mean there's one that it's just romeo and juliet with zombies and set in the south (laughs) (laughs) see i thought you were talking about warm bodies because warm separately warm bodies is also just romeo and juliet but with zombies um, so and John Malkovich, right? Um, so this is in not in the same vein as that. Like all the Romeo, like Romeo and Juliet are humans. Mm. It's not like or like you know, kind of Juliet. Oh, so it's Romeo and Juliet, and they're both humans, but there's also zombies in the world. Yeah. That's stupid. I know. <laughs> That's why I'm saying George Romero started making dumb zombie films. What's the point? Right. I I don't know. Um, but yeah, other than that, I don't think I've, I've, uh, consumed much media. I've been also, uh, somewhat busy boy. I started reading the Exorcist novel, but I think I talked about that on my la- on the I last podcast. So I don't think I have much to say there. It's still very much like the movie. Only some minor changes, mm. changes, obviously that are kind of make sense when adapting to movie form those, those kinds of things. But let us get to our topic of the day, Evil Dead 2013, a remake that I think came out kind of generally after. This kind of gets l- lumped in with the remake craze. I, I, I don't know if I would put it in there because it's 2013 and I feel like those other ones were coming out. What, what mi- remakes are you talking about? You know, like Friday the 13th, Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I feel like all those came out like mid-2000s. This oh, is, yeah. This is 2010s. Um, and also, I wouldn't lump it in there because... It is different. It is different, and those are trying so hard to be... The thing with all those movies is they all have a villain that mm-hmm. you have to have if right. you're going to make it that. This has that, but like, it's not. The Deadites are not like Michael Myers. Right. It's not an established. You know, there's not a figure behind it. Yeah. You know, the. Uh, right. Um, but again, I, I still with that, even. I don't. I don't know if like. When people come to an Evil Dead film, I think people are signing not up for the Deadites. I mean, maybe yes, they are signing up for the Deadites. Deadites are inter- but they're signing up for Ash. Mm-hmm. Uh, at this, I, I mean, when this came out, at least, mm-hmm. um, they they're signing up for Ash. So it could have been very easy. We're doing an Evil Dead remake. 
we're just going to remake the original. We're going to cast some young, funny actor, Michael Sarah, say. It would not be Michael Sarah. I know, but throwing Michael Sarah in the chain. We're, we, we're saying Michael Sarah because the trailers <laughs> right. for this movie was this movie we did not know existed. <laughs> Never heard of. Called Magic Magic. Uh, uh, where it's like a psychological thriller, and Michael Sarah seems like he plays the villain. Crazy guy. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know what that's about, but uh, but you know that that that's what they could have done, mm-hmm. um, and could have easily just said, "Here's the Evil Dead remake. We carbon copy and pasted." Um, and I think what this film does, um, is able to be like, "Hey, we're also fans of the original, but we're also trying to do something new." But understand that, you know, because there are some things you can pick up. I'm like, oh, that's like a reference to the original, uh, you know, movie. But it's not like, get it? It's the original movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, you know, you, you, you slowly pick up on it. Um, so this was your first time watching it. Correct. Yeah. Um, what what were your expectations going in and were any of them upset it? Did you enjoy like overall? Um, you told me it was more strictly horror than like it's not like horror comedy and I'm fine with those kind of movies. The fact that it came out in 2013 worried me because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, is this going to be like The Forest or The Boy? Mm. Um or right. one of those other shitty movies that came out in like early 2010s right. that was really bad For sure. um and you know it wasn't really like that i thought in the beginning the dialogue like kind of scared me the dialogue in the beginning is kind of bad yeah they're doing a lot of exposition and nobody's really talking like a human yeah but once you get that exposition out of the way they start talking a little bit more like humans but i like if, if that's one problem I have with the movie, it's that none of these people are very convincingly real. Mm-hmm. Like right. they don't act like real people right, right, in right. like a real situation that is scary. And they don't talk like how real people who know each other talk. Right. Um, I, that doesn't bother me as much. Uh, uh, I think because I, I don't know for me, like, It's grounded enough to where I'm like, okay, you're at least reacting with somewhat of a normal response. You know, there is somewhat fear, panic. Ah, shit, this is happening. Oh, what do I do? Um, And I I wouldn't say the dialogue is the most well written. I'm going to agree with you on that. Uh, You know, they say fuck a lot. Uh, You know, I feel like that's a problem with these 2010 horror movies. Every few seconds, fuck, 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 fuck. I'm not saying I'm, I haven't. Obviously, I'm saying it a lot right now. Mm. I don't have an inherent problem with the word. It's just there are lots of scenes in this movie where fuck is the out of every other word is it? Um, that didn't like strike me too much. I thought it was bold for using the word cunt. Mm. I was like, oh, a movie uses the word cunt. That surprised me. See, my favorite movie of all time uses 
Don't do sauce. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I I don't know. It, it's dialogue is really the weakest part of this movie. Dialogue is the the weakest part, and I would say maybe the brother actor in the first half of the film is the weakest link. I don't think any of them except for Jane Levy is pretty good in this. There's always extraordinary playlist. Riss. Um, she's pretty good. Everyone else kind of sucks. Um, see, I really like uh, what's his face, the the friend the, uh, who reads from the Book of the Dead for some reason. Uh, yeah, I I I, I don't know why he does that, but um, maybe and I, somehow reads from the Book of the Dead. Right. What do you mean? Well, I get that there's like translations or whatever and he like traces them this is my problem with like demon magic movies it, it do you like what's the powerful part of you know language doesn't work like that you know <laughs> ancient alphabet you can't just translate it into latin i guess right and make it why would you translate it into latin right and why not just like English. Right. Um I do not Now know. I can under see here's the thing. If they said like, oh, the only available like lexicon of this language we have is translated into Latin because it's really old and there was that nearby and this guy was like a English professor or something and he was like a linguist. Right. Linguist. I get I'm on board. For sure. But that's not how language works. Also, this would probably be translated into, like, Aramaic or Greek or something right. before it gets translated into Latin. Um, right. Well, I guess we should talk <laughs> about the actual plot. Um, so the film opens with a teenage girl running through the woods. Uh, we're not sure what's going on, but she do be running. Um, and then we see two guys. Eventually, she hides behind a tree and gets knocked the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Uh, she wakes up. Uh, what we finally learn later on in the film is the basement to uh, the uh, cabin. cabin. Um, there's all these people and there's this all old these lady. people and this old lady's being like, "We have to, we have to use the book to but solve." She's speaking in some yeah, language. Uh, I guess it's Kandarian. Um, again, so then we get this guy who I'm guessing is supposed to be the professor character. Um. Is what I get. Like the professor, you know. I uh, think he might just be some guy. Oh, see, I I always thought uh, he was the professor. Because then who's the lady? What do you mean? <laughs> the The beginning of this movie is really confusing. Like that's his the daughter. lady seems no 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 no. I get the girl and the dad and the late, but like this lady and all the other people. No, I have no idea what's going on. The lady is like the authority on the book. So I don't think the father is the professor type. I think he's just a guy. I guess. But like, why did this happen? Like they were just out in the woods, I guess. Uh, See, I don't know. I feel like uh, maybe, I don't know. Um, Could be. Who knows? We don't know because... The beginning of this movie is kind of stupid. I think when you think about it with everything else, the fact that nothing here except for the book and the seller comes back... uh, It also helps, technically, we do learn our first victim has been killed. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Because 
<laughs> when people watch this film, sometimes they're like, wait, only four people yeah. died. And it's I like, I thought no. that for a second. And then I was like, oh, wait, girl in the beginning. No. <laughs> um, so, yes. Anyways, so we get this opening. It's I mean, I, I, I don't think <laughs> I think it's there for mood. It's obviously there to be like. Yeah. Ooh, something spooky going on and obviously you know the girl's begging at first like please don't hurt me and then you know turns on demon time um i'll suck your soul basically you know normal deadite shit mm. um so uh eventually uh we are shown this beautiful shot that daniel immediately went looks like that shot from Midsommar. Midsommar. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you're it's right. Like the inverted mm-hmm. drone shot. Love. Tracking over the woods. Pretty good. Um, So th- we're kind of getting our journey to the cabin in this one. In this one, the cabin actually makes sense. It's a family cabin. Really. And not, not, not just, just some a, random cabin. Right. Um, And uh, we have, um, oh my gosh, what's... Uh, the brother's name, David. Yes, yeah. David. Um, uh, David. Uh, we see him in this instead of this one. Instead of a bridge, there is a creek that they cross over to get to the cabin. Um, so no bridges were harmed in the making of this film. Um, so we, David arrives. We're met with uh with his girlfriend Natalie. Um, we are met to met with olivia a nurse and um eric Eric, who are a couple i guess no i thought they had the same room no but they like it seems like they had the same room i don't think so i think so i think that one scene where they were in his room together she walked in on his room but then she was in that bathroom which is like through the, his room i guess i don't know it seemed like they were uh, i i don't know it, it, the, there's nothing though that in the film where they're like this is my girlfriend there's a lot of stuff off screen that i think is interesting like the fact that david leaves his girlfriend who's never met any of these people alone with like everyone yeah to and i guess she's them. just like fending for herself <laughs> <laughs> There's also like this tense reaction I feel like when when Natalie meets Natalie is the girlfriend meets the other friends and she says to the nurse the girl like, who's a oh, nurse oh like you're a doctor you're a doctor and she goes no, no I'm a registered nurse I was like what is going on um I'm wondering if that was uh, uh, I have to wonder if there was a time in the script where Olivia and, and David, David had a thing. Yes. Yeah, maybe. Uh, because that's what it reeks of. One of those script changes that just kind of ended up in the film nonetheless. Yeah, where they, where they forgot to change everything. Um, You know what film reeks of that? And we'll have to. I mean, I want to talk about it low key. But it's going to suck. He has a movie. Who? Loki? No. <laughs> you motherfucker. No, um there is a big budget 1940s universal remake of their 1925 Phantom of the Opera. Oh. And it's in my Universal's monster collection box set. Um and in the original script 
before they changed it, um, Eric in this version was going to be Christine's father. Uh huh. Um, and then they didn't go with that. But and they were still like, and there's he yeah. wants to like, fuck but her. in the first half of the film, it's like, what is their fucking relationship? Yeah, because this is one of the ones where um, Eric isn't deformed from birth; it's an acid slash on the face. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that first half of the film before he goes crazy from his deformity is fucking weird. Yeah. Um, because he adopts the trait of he's a violinist like her father is in the original story. So that's weird, too. Anyways. Interesting. So I think that's what it is. Um, anyways, so we're introduced to them. And Eric uh, obviously is a little uh, cold in his delivery yeah. to uh, David. He's also the book guy. He's the a book teacher. Guy. He's, he's a teacher. got glasses. He's, he's a reading. nerd. He's reading, I think, when we meet him. I think you're right. Um, in the trunk. And then... For some reason. It, right. And then he's like, Mia's in the back. And then we're shown Mia. She is sitting on a interesting looking car. Um, it's like, a, like an Oldsmobile. Right, right. Yellow, maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Rusted. I actually couldn't tell what color it right. was. Right. It was rusted to be on. But one can assume it at one time had some yellow paint on there. Um, and yeah... Uh, I don't know what it is with uh, the David actor in this scene, but he acts it a little Folgers. It, it's it's like if you've seen the Folgers the coffee commercial, the infamous, where it's like the brother and sister, and it's. I want to know, I I want to know what happened. How did that commercial get made? How how did no one say no? Those actors must have like in real life wanted to fuck each other the is the only uh, like because i can't i because i can't they, imagine if the they read the script that. and know that they're supposed to be brother and sister and then decide to play it that way it's it's so wrong it's so weird it's so weird yeah but in the beginning this beginning right here like they're taught the way they're talking is like it's it, like they used to be a couple or something. Right. And it only really reeks in this scene. I, I think. Yeah. I think any other scene is like. And that's honest to God because the rest of the movie. She's like. She's like not talking to anybody for most of the time that she is herself. And then she is a demon. Right. Um. So. Uh, yes. We learn why they are there. Mia is trying to quit cold turkey. She is trying to get off of um, Coke. Uh, coke? Dope? Is uh, dope Coke? They, they called it dope. It's it's heroin ah. is, is what this is saying. Okay. And to like when, when I saw the bag, I was like, okay, that's probably heroin. Gotcha. Um, it's, yeah, they don't make that clear. And I think a good way to make that clear and to play with it is coming is coming I'll, it's coming up in that one in the briar scene but we'll, we'll talk about that um she like she makes some promises and she pours this sizable bag <laughs> yeah I, I think down uh, uh, a well the bag down the well um it's actually a nice shot from the well i like um looking up anyways and uh, she start she goes into withdrawal immediately yeah um not not too bad at first it's it's not the worst withdrawal, but uh, slowly it gets worse. 
Um, anyways, uh, there are some scenes we learn that uh, Mia was basically there for uh, her and David's dying mother, and David was very much absent for their whole her whole death. And there's tension right. about it. Um, I like I I like the end of that scene because the the majority of that scene is hey exposition yeah um but i really like the end of like like maybe it's good that you didn't get to see her like that like Mm -hmm. i do like that sentiment of like it sucks that i had to see her at her worst and you didn't yeah um because you were too scared is the the implication that uh is coming off yeah um again uh Eventually, uh, I don't know if this is a part of withdrawal, but do your senses just go hella nuts? Um, so when you're in withdrawal, it, it's like your senses. It's not like Daredevil. It's just like things irritate you more. Gotcha. You you were just more upset about everything, right? So it's just trying to show that she's really fucking upset about this smell and just it, getting more upset over things. I think it is weird that it's like she's the only person who can. Because there, like, is a smell of decay. Right. But nobody else smells it. I think that is weird. I mean, it. they do talk about a smell when they first open up the cabin, but then I guess, none of the yeah. other ones talk about it. I guess they that. all get nose blind to I it. guess, maybe. And then she's in withdrawal. That, I guess that could make sense. Right. Um, Man, I hate that. Who? who what, what? Is it Gain? Who put nose blind into? I don't know. Febreze. I think it's Febreze. Gotcha. <laughs> um, so uh, eventually uh, the dog is like, sniff, sniff. What's this? Secret seller. Um, Good dog. Also, the dog's name <laughs> The dog's name is Grandpa. And the dog walks up to Mia in the first scene. We see her and she goes, Grandpa. Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> got, got, got a visible laugh. Right? Got, got some laughs. Got, got some laughs. Um. So they go to the basement. They find a bunch of uh, corpses of animals and just bunch of dead cats. A bunch of dead cats. Uh, interesting things. And then they find um, something wrapped in barbed wire and bagged. Mm-hmm. Um, we we also um, they like show us that this is that cabin. So I guess it's not like clear. I mean, like clearly, it's the cabin, but like right. they they show us the, the the burnt wood, yeah, the like column that she was attached yeah. to and burned at. Um, and just in case you don't get, that's what they're trying to say. They do flash back to it, which is one of my least favorite. Things do they? The movie. Yes, they do. Like for like a second, there's like whoosh, like oh, her okay. on fire. I'm like, come on, <laughs> we know. <laughs> um, so. Uh, yeah, um, Mia is, I think at this point, (laughs) just, uh... She starts pacing around outside, Yeah, she's she's pacing around outside in in the rain, and, uh... Everyone else is doing whatever, because, um, you decide to go to a cabin where there's fucking nothing nothing to to do. do. Um, right, and Eric You know what's a, hey, you know what's a good way to get someone over... 
uh, drug addiction. Go to a place where there's nothing to do and nothing keep their, to distract them and keep their from mind the fact that it. they want to do drugs. Do drugs so bad. Yeah. Um, but they got friends, Daniel. Friends along the way. Oh, before this, uh, we are told some information of that. Uh, before David was brought on, they tried this a year beforehand, mm-hmm. and it didn't work. Uh, Mia apparently did the same promises she made then and uh in within 18 hours i think they say i think they said in eight hours she quit which is surprising that is that is very very fast you're right um um but yeah so why would you do it again like send her to rehab right um like they never talk about money being an issue or anything right so i mean maybe it's a kind of implied implied not everyone go to rehab right but but still you should you should try and make it a point so they like they say at some point we should take her to the hospital and then nurse is like i'm giving her the same treatment she would get at a hospital just take her to the hospital right yeah hey you are giving her the same treatment uh, you know what the benefit of the hospital is? You don't have to fucking deal with it. Right. So this feels like I bet I think the best way to describe the this movie, even though I like it a lot. I don't love it. I like it a lot. It's a Mike Flanagan diet film. Yeah. Um Except I feel like the monster is not about addiction at all. Addiction is just a thing that is happening in the story. See, I feel like the demon stuff in possession is kind of outwardly possession is sometimes a good like addiction metaphor but (laughs) it 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 reads weird where it's like oh you know if you stop doing your drugs you're gonna right you're gonna be evil and crazy right so keep doing them Right. You are going to be here's the thing when you stop doing your drugs you are going to be evil and crazy. <laughs> that's how that's how withdrawal works. Um, but that's why you send her to a hospital so one she does not resent you guys for making. And I think that's another thing is like maybe it is trying to show withdrawal rather than addiction itself. It's yeah. like this is a very ugly thing that happens. Um and it's part of the process. And but but like it <laughs> Making pos- uh, addiction the possession thing, which is, right. I feel like, the better metaphor mm-hmm. works. Because you never want addiction. You never want being possessed. Right. Making withdrawal, which is a thing, if you are addicted, you should just deal with right. at some point. Um, possession, it, it's bad. Mm-hmm. Not a good analogy. Right. Um so, uh, anyways, I, I mean, it, it is interesting because, I don't know, maybe because I just rewatched some episodes and I'm just thinking on it now. Um, Hill House, I, again, I don't know what we're talking about. We weren't, but, you know, Hill House, I think, does an excellent job. You know, there's that yeah. great scene with um, minor spoilers for Hill House. It's not the biggest spoiler. I don't think it'll ruin too much. But there is a scene where... um they are trying to get Luke into rehab and uh, it's Shirley and Steve and uh, that the woman says how much it'll be. Mm. And, and Steve just doesn't have enough because at this point, you know, he's not he Steve. Right. Um, 
and Shirley very much is like, I got it this time. Like I got, I got the first two months. It's fine because that isn't a thing that is talked about. And maybe it, I, I kind of think it is a missed opportunity. This film could have taken as like, like, yeah, rehab is an option when you've got money. Yeah. And if they had gone that route, I'd be fine with it. Yeah. Um, kind of, kind of think that is a missed opportunity now thinking about it. But again, I still really like this film. Uh, anyways, um, Eric reads the book. Eric reads not the Necrocomicon Ex Mortis in this. It the is Naturum Demento. Um, never called the Book of the Dead. I don't know if it's implied to be the Book of the Dead at all. No, right? Not really. Um, I really like the new design. Um, it's cool. It's simple, you know, no face on the front. I mean, I like the face on the front. It's just, I'm glad they got rid of it because that would have looked cartoony looking. Yeah, for this. Uh, for this. Unless it was like just a human right. face like, like stretched yeah. out. Um, and not like a little scary sort of jack-o'-lantern uh, face right. on the front. Um. So he, uh, yeah. So at, well, it's actually, I kind of do like this. Um. I'm I'm sure that again the language thing doesn't make sense at all, mm-hmm. but I do like that the things are painted out. So he takes a paper and sc- like has to trace it. Yeah, um, that is neat. Uh, he reads the words. We are shown some of those tracking shots through the wor- woods, like in the first one. A little more ominous though this time. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously trying to fit in with the so- uh, the theme. Um, so. Uh, we are shown our first little ghoul looking at Mia, and Mia's like, "Ah, shit! Time to go inside." Yeah, Mia goes inside. He's like, "We need to get the fuck out of here." And they're like, "No, <laughs> no, you're just addicted, right?" Or, no. Like ten minutes before this, they have a conversation where they're like, "We can't let her leave, yeah. no matter what." Yeah, because that's part of the conversation of this has happened before. Um. And Mia basically is like, fuck you all. I'm getting my keys in. I think it's pretty. Here's the thing. My problem is you you can leave the cabin. Just like accompany her mm-hmm. wherever she goes right. make, to make sure she doesn't right. buy any. Exactly. Um, like <laughs> it's not going to be as subtle if she picks up heroin. She's going <laughs> to. Right. Like you'd know if she was going to go buy right, heroin. Right. Uh, so Mia steals the keys to the car, g- gets gets going, um, is driving along, and she's like, "What the fuck am I doing? What the fuck am I doing?" And then turns on her windshield wipers. Demon bitch is standing in the road. Poo! Into the ditch she goes. She wakes up. She gets her purse. Then says fuck to the purse. Gets in. Uh, runs through the woods because the demons chasing her. And then we get a remake of a tree rape scene. Yeah. She runs into some, like, a briar patch. Mm. um, And then she gets, like, wrapped up in it. This is kind of a cool scene. I think, like, the it's it's less explicit, like, uh, the vines are reaching out and grabbing her. It looks like she might just be falling into them. But she's, like, she's really tied up by them. And then the, like, demon girl shows up and this like tangle of black vines comes out of her mouth and then it slithers up and I'm like, okay, is it going to go in 
her mouth in Zoe's extraordinary playlist mouth, mm-hmm. and then it doesn't. It goes up her vagina. Right. Um, come on. Right. I. I Did we learn our lesson? Uh. I. I. I it. If at any point the possession thing or the demons or the deadites had been some kind of metaphor for sexual violence, I might have excused it because it was less like gross and exploitative than the first movie. That's what I'm I'm trying to think. But it's it's not. It's I don't know it though. just happens. But there is that scene later on with her and the girlfriend that is Yeah, very but that sexual. just is weird. But I I don't think anything else that's happening is lending itself to that. The movie is about addiction. Like her her right. story is about addiction and stuff. So why put all these weird sexual elements into it? It doesn't make any sense. Right. You know what would have been cool? Mm. You know what would have been cool mm. is if the vines had like broke apart and they like jabbed into her arm. First off, you get your cool little gory thing. Right. And it's like oh, An metaphor. it's going in her veins. Right. Simple fix, and you don't have to but make it, me think about these weird demon right. vines going up Zoe's extraordinary right. vagina. Right, right, right. Um, I think, um, yes. Uh, actually, now after hearing that, I would agree with agree with that. Uh, it is about addiction. They should have stayed on course with that. Um, I just again. I, it, in the first one, it just happens. Yeah. At least in this one, there is a reason. I mean, it's a dumb reason it's happening, but it's happening for a reason. Mm-hmm. This There is a possession element that is happening, so Mia would understand why Mia is possessed later on. Anyways, uh, eventually, uh, well, after that, Mia passes the fuck out. Uh, the, it's implied that they found her. Um, they're like... Well, they, they, like, find her, and right. she's like curled up in the woods or whatever right um they try to help her they like patch her up kind of and they're like no we need to get her to a hospital and then nurse girls like i'm doing whatever they would do at a hospital um and then she's just talking crazy because she's an addict yeah mia gets in the shower and david well david goes and finds their dog and the dog's dead and then he sees this like I, I don't know if he sees a vision. We see Mia, don't know when this happened, um, smashing the dog. I think skull that's in. him. I think that's us trying to show his thought process. Yeah, but like she would have done it if this happened. Like he looks at a hammer and he's like, no, oh. because there was that demon girl wandering around. But the demon girl was just there to possess Mia. The demon girl couldn't do stuff. How do we know? Well, because for one thing, the demon girl is now in Mia. I know her, but I'm saying, I don't know. I I, I just I don't know the rules. My I thought the implication was that it it couldn't do anything yet. Right. I'm not sure. I don't know. The dog is dead. Dog is dead. Dog. Unfortunately, dog in horror movie doesn't usually go well. You know. Uh. So then David thinks Mia d- did it Bang and like goes inside. And she's in the shower, right. and she it's like an older shower. Yes. It's yeah. got like a boiler. You can see the flames in it. Yeah. Uh, it boils herself. So. Yeah, she's she's trying to cover herself in boiling water um, for 
and book, then the book says so i guess um yeah i guess there there are things that the deadites are prophesized to do throughout the book um for cuz in the book there's also this image of her being stuck in the vines right um so you know the the first was you know the flame shotgun this is the second one is you know the stabby yeah. david tries to take her to the hospital and the creek, creek is flooding yeah um cuz it's raining really hard right which uh, this uh, another time like i'd say it's the first film where it's like it could be na- nature or it could be evil. You decide. Yeah, not the not the curved <laughs> one in Evil Dead Two, where it's like, nope, just yeah. deadites. It was the deadites, <laughs> just evil. Um, anyways. they go back and they're like, oh, that's this is really bad. This is not good. Like, uh, but maybe in the morning the creek will be, uh, you know, good enough to where we can cross it. Mm-hmm. Mia comes out. Apparently, she's in sedated a lot. Yes. Um, and she's got a gun and she shoots David and then she does like her speech while the thing, the door flies open. And I, I like this. Scene oh yeah. A lot. Uh, like you're all going to die tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like, Oh fuck. <laughs> Sorry. Gozer. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, uh, then she passes out. Uh, Olivia tries to snatch the gun from her because she's passed out, uh, grabs her and starts puking blood in her face. Yep. Um, but and, and then, um, nurse throws her into the cellar. Yeah. They close it. it. Um, they're like sedator, sedator. Yeah, da- David's like sedator. And then Eric's like, I don't think fucking sedating her is going to help, man. Uh, nurse goes to the bathroom uh, mirror shot time. Mirror shot. Mirror opens. She grabs a needle. Mirror closes. It's the demon face, uh, and the mirror breaks. Mirror breaks. Uh, she tries to leave. Sees the book of uh, not the book of the dead. Not notorum demento. Um, I'm uh, gonna call it demon book. The demon book sees. Uh, there is this page about cutting your cutting page. your face off. Yes. Um, you go rumble. So she starts to try and leave once again and is stopped in her tracks by a force, an entity. Um, and then she she takes her face off. Yes. Well, I feel like Nick Cage and John Travolta's movie is getting uh, shunted by <laughs> The Rock's new song. Right. Um, how dare they? Um, I know. How dare he? Um, so... Uh, what? Oh my gosh! Oh yes, uh, Eric. Eric is like, wait, uh, Olivia's taking a while, guys. Well, let me check on her. Uh, checks on her. As we said, she is cutting off her face. Um, most of the effects in this are practical. Um, pretty good. Yeah. Um, which is another thing that I think distinguishes them from the other remakes of the time. Um, is that. Um. <laughs> no, keep going. Right. Um. Uh. But yeah, she's cutting into her face, and uh, Eric's like, ah, shit. Um. Uh, Eric tries to leave, but the door slams on him. 
and she starts fucking stabbing him with the needle, which is one of my biggest fears of all time is like someone taking it just needle and start stabbing uh-huh. me. Um, and he like, she's like stabbing him in the face too. And like, he gets in her glasses and everything. Um, thankfully, uh, Eric is able to push her off, uh, knocks her out for a little bit, pulls the needle from like right yeah, here, right under his gross. eye all the way out. I wonder how they did that. It looks so good. It's insane. Some of the practical effects in this. Um, uh, and then like she comes back and he smashes her skull in with uh, a yeah. toilet bowl. Yeah. Uh, and then everyone comes in and he's like, I, she tried to kill me. She tried to kill me right. bad. Um, he's not doing too well. They take him to uh, the shed are trying to do uh, some very horribly done. <laughs> At, like every time someone gets stabbed, pierced in this movie they say they let's pull just it remove out it. let's just remove it that is the number one rule of being of having a thing in your body right. is don't take it out unless you're a doctor right um unless you know uh you're gonna be good afterwards uh which they don't because he I, starts bleeding immediately he gets stabbed in the heart and he starts bleeding a fuck ton right um so they're trying to help him eventually uh david's like he needs water and sugar babe go get some sends her to the cabin alone stupid uh she goes to the cabin uh is trying to find it uh hears a loud bang turns around the cellar door is open she starts to leave but then here's mia why help me like why'd you guys leave me down here like i'm all hurt of course, the dumb bitch starts walking up to her. Yeah, she right. gets in the cellar, and then Mia's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna kill you." I'm evil, actually. The g- girlfriend tries to leave, and it doesn't work, and sucks gets sucked down there. And uh, Mia, like, uh, tries to do some stuff. Uh, tries to have like a. I don't. It's weird. It's weird. Anyways, uh, he kisses her. Right. Uh, she's bites her hand. Right. She's trying to defend herself with a box cutter. Eventually, she licks up the box cutter. And uh, that's so gross, but it's really good. Yeah, it's a really uh, how they did it is they got a body double and it's someone with an actual split tongue oh, licking up. Yeah, that's cool. Um, um, a yeah. very long box cutter too. Mm-hmm. I didn't know they could go out that long. And. I didn't know that either. Maybe they didn't. I don't know. Maybe there Maybe is a, a special right. box cutter. <laughs> special box cutter for those film. No. Um, so uh, they uh, eventually. The, um, oh, oh, David comes in and pulls her out of the cellar. Yeah. And then they lock up the cellar again. Real uh, tight. Real tight. Uh, he's like, hey, babe, let me attend to your wounds real quick. Uh, and then he leaves and goes back to help Eric because she's right. in the kitchen by herself. Right. And eventually she's uh, like trying to wash. Yeah. And then starts getting black pus out of there. Black goo. I don't, it, yeah. Goo. And then it starts spreading. While this is happening, Eric is telling David like, hey, man, I, I, I read this book. Right. The, 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 the demon. Right. Um, <laughs> um, and they they're basically doing an homage to Evil Dead 2's um 
hand scene. Um, yeah. Even to where they're doing under. Uh, I wish they did that effect yeah. though with the glass and everything. But they they're doing underhead shots of like the water splashing mm-hmm. down and. Um, but then her, it starts like spreading on her hand and upper arm, right. and then the the cellar. Zoe starts talking out of it and then she sees this electric well like, she's like starting getting possessed like she's trying and then she snaps out of it and then yeah they used this meat cutter earlier in the film for some reason uh, because they were cutting meat I I know <laughs> but like why do you have one of these because they were cutting meat just use a knife because it's an old cabin grandpas have that thing do they yeah I've seen that in Gremlins. I feel like they'd be more likely to have a knife. I don't know. Um, it helps then with she, turkey. Then she, like, it's like the chainsaw, and she, like, cuts off her arm, but she does not do a very good job. Um, and it is grody. Uh, Zoe is yelling at her the whole time. Don't don't cut it off. Don't, don't cut, cut it off. off. Don't cut. And she turns to her. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so they go... Or David goes inside because he hears a scream. The power goes out. Yeah, because she's using a lot of energy, I mm-hmm. guess, uh, for this one little little thing. Um, yeah. Well, actually, they both go in. Mm-hmm. I think it's the both of them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and she's like, I had to do it. And her arm is, like, hanging on by, like, a tendon. And then it falls off. And it's like, uh, uh. Uh, They try to attend to her. They're like, hey, listen, you stay here. Rest up. Um, we're going to try and figure this shit out. Uh, basically, uh, Eric's like, I think we have to kill her. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I don't, I don't want to do that. Blah, blah, blah. And then, um, bitch says, I oh, got there's the like, there's gun. like three things in the book and you can bury them alive, cut, burn them, dismember them or burn them right. to purify them. But it sounds like everything will just kill them. Right. Uh, everything ends in death. Yeah. Um, so then Natalie comes with a nail gun that had been used several times uh, by this point. Yes. Um, and starts Hitchcock's, shooting them. So many nails in this uh, nail not gun. Hitchcock's, uh, uh, oh my God. Um, the thing, the setup thing, um, the gun, the gun. Oh, Chekhov's nail gun. Yes. Chekhov's I thought gun. that while we were watching the movie, I was like, Chekhov's nail gun. But I was like, I'm not going to say that. That's <laughs> <laughs> No, we've made that joke so many times. I, I was like, I'm not going to say it because everyone always groans at me whenever I make a Chekhov's something. It's gun. a Chekhov's nail gun. Um, She starts shooting them all. Yeah. And it's really gross. Oh, I mean, most of the practicals in this are gross, but this is a gross one, too. Like, they get shot so many yeah. times. And she, like, shoots herself, too. Yeah. Um, and then David shoots her. And then she snaps out of it for just enough to die. Make him feel guilty and die. They all, all the deadites die pretty easily. Yeah. In this. Um, which I feel like the first one they died pretty easy, right? Mm, Comparatively to like second and third. I guess. Um, I mean, they still put up a fight in this film, yeah. nonetheless. Uh, but they, like, die as easily as a human does in this. Right. That's fair. Um, the Deadites don't necessarily. Right, right, right. Uh, so... And then he's going to burn it down. Yeah, eventually... Uh, he's like, okay, I got to do this. I'm going to burn it down. So he starts gassing the whole thing, and then he's like... And then... Uh, as a way to try and make him stop it, the demons start singing this lullaby that they used to sing when they were younger. 
that was set up horribly. Yeah. <laughs> set up in a very poorly manner in the first act. Yeah. Actually, I don't know. Out of everything of that conversation, that wasn't the worst thing set uh, up. I guess so. And, <laughs> and then, like, he's like, all right. They they don't talk about the mom enough. I think I think they probably should have talked about her more in the middle. Yeah, they all they just do it at the beginning and then at the end. Yeah, there's 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 a scene with yeah Eric. We forgot to mention this of we learned that he was scared um, because he was scared that he was going to turn out like her. Yeah, they he thinks that maybe Mia's crazy, right? Because their mom was crazy, right. but it's unclear what she was crazy with right right right. um anyways he he decides he's not gonna burn the house down he's gonna try it seems like he's gonna try and he's gonna pull fear street yeah he's gonna do one of the other things the bury alive yeah and then like defibrillate her yeah um and he tries to go get mia and then she like kicks his ass yeah um but uh eric eric comes in clutch bangs her on the head is like there's this kind of no low key touching scene where he's like you know I missed you man like I'm like oh friends bros and then Mia kills him uh, no he just dies remember he gets um stabbed well, I mean yeah but, with the box cut right but that happened oh, yeah that's right <laughs> beforehand um and he just lays him to rest in the river and then we're shown him putting together oh no we're shown that beforehand he puts he puts Mia uh under yeah um and uh starts burying her and then eventually she she wakes up and obviously it's and the, she's like trying to do like the oh the, don't don't do don't it. hurt me please. and then he's like nah nah you're you're the demon and then the demon starts talking to him like but with stuff mia would know he's like why do you hate me you know and i and although this yeah and although it brought up the mom stuff i think this was the best part of that whole thing was this scene Mm -hmm. because it's just both of them are actually acting really well um especially her i mean obvious for her especially it's hard because all she has is literally her face because the rest of her body's buried yeah um and you know, she sells the evil aspect well mm-hmm. of of this is not Mia, this is someone else. But eventually, he's like, "Fuck it." Yeah, he buries her. Buries her. Um, and then uh, this thing that was set on yeah, fire this before. tree got struck by lightning and it was burning, and then it goes out, and I guess that's his that that's a, like triggered him to not burn the house down. And well. The lullaby. It, does. Yeah. Right. But like that thing, and then he's like, oh, I'm not going to do that. Right. Um, but the fire on the tree goes out, and then he digs Starts her up. Digs her up, uh, tries to revive her. It doesn't seem to be working at first. And then he walks away. He's like, She's at peace. Right. Then he starts walking away, and she gets up, Dang. and she's not. She's she's alive. She's uh, not possessed anymore. Not possessed. Um, They're like, All right, let's leave. Uh, let's get the keys. He goes in. Eric, <laughs> uh, Eric uh, stabs him with the, yeah. the uh, box cutter or shard of glass. I don't know. Something mm-hmm. in the neck. Uh, he starts running away from him. He's like, get the fuck out, Mia. Like, you you can't be here. And she's like, no, no, no. Locks the door, like shoves her out with the keys, locks the door. Um badassly takes the shotgun aims it at the gasoline blows the motherfucker up 
Um, oh, uh, so earlier in the film, they talk about this thing like if five souls die, yeah, uh, then the taker of souls, um, then like it'll start raining blood and the abomination will be released. Whatever the abomination is, right? Um, so, I guess the abomination is supposed to be. I don't know, kind of like the monster at the end of Evil Dead Two. Right, I would, I would say that. Um, if we're trying to compare it, yeah. Um, so, uh, Mia's just standing there at first, and all of a sudden, it starts raining blood. Um, so glad our one friend wasn't here for that. Uh, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. starts raining blood. Um, and. Uh, he, uh, we're shown a hand come out, and it's this lady, and it looks like the poster from the very first film. Yeah, um, it, it starts chasing, and like this one page from the book. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, uh, we see over and over, right, over right. again. Uh, it starts fighting. Uh, yeah, Zoe. Uh, the fight sequence is really nice. Uh, mm-hmm. chasing her, they go under. There's this whole setup that uh the dog is in grandfather is in that leads to the shack. Uh, she's in the shack. She finds this chainsaw from they, they saw earlier. The gas that has no gas. She fills it up with blue, blue gasoline, gasoline, which you know, I have no clue what it is. Bleach. No, <laughs> uh, but, it, grease. but, but it, d- did you notice on the water bottle? It does say chainsaw on it. Yeah. It, I, I noticed <laughs> that. Um, so that is interesting. Anyways, she, uh, pours it in there. The uh, deadite, st- I mean, a demon starts coming for her. She hides away in the wall. Uh, the demon gets this machete and starts stabbing through the wall. Um, she gets stabbed in the knee, and it's oh, it's horrible. Mm-hmm. As the blade gets removed, you just hear like oh, the sound. Oh, of, the, uh, and it's like slicing yeah. too. It's. Ugh. Uh, she kind of also gets stabbed in the arm. Mm-hmm. Uh, thankfully, she get breaks out of the uh, um, shed though. Uh, goes outside, tries to starts, tries to start it, tries to start it. Eventually, she goes under the car and starts it. And the demon's walking towards her, cuts her leg off. Uh, tries to push the jeep on her, uh, but her her hand gets trapped. Right. And she, the demon's like coming around to get her. And then she like oh. she pulls and pulls so that her hand comes off, uh, and then she cuts the the oh, demon well, in half. Well, hold on. There's a great callback line here, or, um, or is it just kind of a retread of like what does the demon say? This it time? calls her like a stupid junkie or something. No, like right before, like she, it's like I'm going to, um, swallow you. So, but it's not swallow this. Is I'm gonna it? swallow your soul. I feel like it is. But sh- her response isn't like ashes swallow this. Yeah, it's uh, uh, something. Anyways, it's a really nice moment of badassery coming from Mia. Um, empowered women. Um, yeah, absolutely fucks her up. Yeah, way to way to cut the women the woman demon Mia aren't. Women sporting women, okay? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, <laughs> um, 
So then uh, it stops blood. Well, actually, it's continued blood raining. And there's this really cool effect of like the demon going back into the ground. Yeah, that is. It's like sinking in. It's really cool. Um, and <laughs> Mia says, go back to hell, you bitch. Um, and then it stops raining um, blood. And then we see the sunrise. And that's Evil Dead 2013. Yep. On the whole, pretty, pretty good. Um, as we have said, complaints. There are. It's not a perfect film. Complaints, slight plot holes. I want to know what happened with the people in the beginning of the movie. Yes. Maybe we'll know in this upcoming Evil Dead film. Because, again, I'm... Maybe. I, 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 I wish there were some different things. Like, I, I wish there were some rewrites. So... Uh, I did learn that uh, um, Ellie, no, uh, I don't see any similar character names. No, it's, I think it's all new characters getting okay. having to deal with the Necronomicon. Necronomicon. It's more just themselves. Gotcha. Oh, uh, it looks like it's only being produced. Oh no! Wait. Okay. Never mind. Um, it only had Robert Tappert here, but Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell are producing as well. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, anyways, but, uh, it, it, uh, I was reading that the, the guy who wrote this film, the two people who wrote this film, English isn't their first language, and they brought someone in to make the script more American, supposedly. Mm. Put it, go to um, production writing um fred alvarez it was doctor by diablo cody yeah oh okay interesting though because um as we know i'm a huge fan of her other horror films now diablo cody has missed this is true that let, let me um whatever oh. thing she had in xx oh do you remember Oh, 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 I forgot she wrote the book. Oh, no. Oh, wait, for Jackie Little Pill? Yeah. Okay. Um, I wonder if she was part of the gaslighting that took place. Oh, my. <laughs> um, what, what was her... Huh? Wait, what was her bad... She, like, made something for XX, didn't she? Or was that... I think you're thinking of someone else. I'm thinking of... Um, Karen Kusama, I think. Yeah, right there. Okay. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Will we ever talk about XX? I don't want to. I don't want to. I, but like, I'd like to avoid talking. But like, about isn't it kind of our obligation here at Friday? It's FM? not. <laughs> you said it's, it's not because like it's it, not. If, if 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 horror movies stop getting made, we'll get to it. How about that? Yeah. Right. I look, I support women. I do not support XX. <laughs> I tried me, watching it. Me as well. Um Yeah, I I I suggest you go watch this film. Um if you are a true diehard fan of the original, you might have some slight umbrages with it. But if you're just an enjoyer of movies, you'd probably enjoy this. You'd probably enjoy this. Um uh, again, it's not top tier by any means. I think uh I'm gonna give it a three and a half. I uh, yeah. Three and a half, four. That I was thinking three or three and a half. That sounds about right. Uh, right. Um, 
But yeah, uh, that's the Evil Dead franchise. Overall, I think a solid franchise. Um, Please go watch all the films in this series. Watch out for Evil Dead Rise coming next year. Next year. They finished shooting uh, in late October. Okay. So So we'll see it. Right. Hopefully a trailer will sneak its way. I hope so. Here soon, we'll. Know. I'll be I'll be sad if Brucey doesn't make an appearance. Um, me too. We'll all be sad. He probably won't, but like, right? It would be nice if he. Did. I just want to see his if he if he makes like a Spider Man cameo, right? Like, as long as it's like something like in the end of this film, because by the way, Bruce Campbell is in this film at the way end. You have to go after the credits. What's your now? What do you think about Bruce Campbell being in? Do you think he's going to be in Spider Man No Way Home? No. Fuck! I don't think so, no. I would love that. Uh, which, by the way, hey, we're on here to re- 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 redo a mistake. You let our listeners astray. Bruce Campbell was being a fuck in that interview, by the way. He was going to play Mysterio oh, in Spider-Man. Okay. I was right. right. I talked about it. Because, so, while we were recording that podcast... um a friend in the Sweetums factory said something and they were confirming that it was Mysterio is what they yelled. Oh. Um, so yes, okay. Bruce Campbell was going to be Mysterio in cause that's why he's always like a different yeah. person. I think film. he should, you know what he should do? Mm. He should be the guy who's like playing Mysterio in a documentary or something. That would be really in Spider-Man good. no way home. Okay. If he is in it, I would want to mess he that. He does not really look like Jake Gyllenhaal. No. But it'd be pretty funny. Right. It would be great. Um, well, I'm excited to announce, I hope you are as well, our next movie for Friday FM. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> for our December 24th release, we will be watching... <laughs> Gremlins. Hey, we made a we made a reference to it last time. Follow the rules. Follow the rules. The rules. We'll be watching Gremlins. Gremlins. Uh, one of my favorite movies classic, of all time. Classic Christmas horror. Classic. Came out during summertime. You know. <laughs> so weird. But even though it is so much a, a Christmas, Christmas story came out on Thanksgiving. Yeah, but that makes more sense than Gremlins coming out dead That's in summer. True. Hey. A Christmas Story, I have not seen it. I will never watch it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you don't want to watch A Christmas Story live, though? I, I'm Ralphie, and I want a gun. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shoot your eye out, kid. <laughs> Shoot your I, eye. See if I fucking care. <laughs> um, yes, but we'll be talking about Gremlins, and obviously after that, it's much zanier sequel Gremlins 2. Woo! Um, but yes. New York, New York. New York, New York, baby. Um, well, I've been Mason. I've been Daniel. And, and this, this is Fright, Fright FM. FM.